Hello, friends. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Got a good Thursday show for you. Morning studio. Morning. morning. Later on, Lunchbox will tell us why he tipped less at a restaurant. Something happened, and he tipped the server less because of this. It is, to some people, it will be trivial, but to you, it, it meant something. It meant something. It was offensive. <laughs> That'll be later. I just want to prime you guys for what's going to happen here. Uh, over on the phones, let's go to Julie in Texas, who is waiting patiently. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Appreciate you calling. What do you want to say? So, um, my daughter, Elizabeth, who's listening right now, and she's probably mad at me that she's not with me, um, she uh, is loves your Pimp and Joy stuff um, and loves the whole idea of Pimp and Joy. Um, and so when you guys came out with your new clothes recently, um, I got her a pair of the sweatpants and a shirt. And when they arrived, my husband got um, kind of upset um, because of the word pimp being on her clothing. So first I wanted to find out kind of who came up with the slogan. And then second, have you ever had someone have this reaction? If so, um, what have you told them? Yes, we've had people have this reaction. A conversation Amy and I had way back in the day about this was some people are going to be upset about the word, but it was worth more to us to have something that cuts through. And there had already been, there's been pimp my ride, pimp my wedding taking something that we knew people would look at a second time and hopefully that they would actually go, what does that even mean? And then learn what it meant. And we kind of weighed that against certain people that goes, we don't want to see the word pimp on something. And we decided that the latter, that we'd continue to roll with it. But do you want to tell the story about where the name came from? Yeah. Well, I mean, it all originated with my mom during her cancer journey and her motto was to choose joy. And I mean, there was certainly hard days in there and we leaned into all emotions, but overall, uh, joy was the theme. And so then, yeah, her Twitter was Judy B. Pimp and Joy. Then how did that come about? Well, we were in the waiting room at MD Anderson, which is the cancer hospital in Houston, where we spent a lot of time. And, uh, you know, I'd been sharing my mom's cancer journey on air and listeners were invested in her story. And I'm like, Mom, Twitter was really big at the time. I was like, you should get on Twitter so you can interact with people. They want to know how you're doing. So we're sitting in the waiting room and I'm on her little iPad, which... Bobby gifted her so that she could play games while she's in a waiting room. And then I I was typing in a Twitter like, Judy chooses joy, joyful Judy, Judy got, Judy's got joy. Everything was taken. All the Twitter handles done. So I jokingly typed in like Judy be pimp and joy to be like Judy representing joy, pimp and equal representing. And I mean, shocker, it was available. <laughs> so <laughs> so I took it and that was her Twitter handle. And that's where, yeah, we would update listeners on her journey. And then when she, like towards the end of her, her life, I mean, of course we didn't know it was going to be the end, but, you know, Bobby and I have a mutual friend, Mary, that was like, hey, I can make Pimp and Joy hats and we could do, yeah, 100% of the proceeds to whatever cause. And so we started designing just a hat. That's it. And my mom got to see the prototype of the hat, and I think she passed away two weeks after. So she has no idea that now we have this entire Pimp and Joy line and have had been able to donate over $2 million to various causes, including a lot of cancer research. But yeah, Bobby and I thought about changing it to, you know, simple, like, I don't know, a choose joy type message. But at the end of the day, we decided this is the roots of it. This is how it started. It was very close to my heart and now close to a lot of listeners' hearts. And so we've decided to keep it a little edgy. And and that's so if you explain that to your husband, hopefully he understands. If not, we completely understand that maybe you don't want your kid wearing that and we get it. But 
your money did definitely go to a good cause. Yeah, it was mostly about how can we help the most people. And yeah. helping the most people was having something that would stick out a little bit. Yeah. And we knew there would be some, eh, it's not for me. Cool, but we feel like more people will be like, this is for me, and we could do more good with it. Yeah, it's a conversation starter for sure. So, that, Julie, that's it. That's the, that's the genesis, and that's where it is now. And that's awesome. Um, and, in fact, I remember when you guys were just coming out with the new clothing, you commented that you can't be grumpy when you're pimping joy. Um, and my daughter really kind of embraced that. And she also, you know, loves doing things to help people. So um, he still wears it, um, much to dad's protest. Uh, well, oh, well I, we don't hey. want to cause issues. <laughs> but. If, you get, if you have a real problem, send it to the mailbag. I'll fix it. Otherwise, um, <laughs> thank you for listening, and thanks for asking about that, and I hope you have a good day. Oh, real quick. He wanted me to ask. We're getting ready to move to Houston, um, and she wanted to know, are you syndicated there? No, oddly we're not. For some reason, they have not put us on there. We are waiting. I, right, I'm looking at my phone right now. just waiting for that call. Nothing? Yeah, like why, why, why not? Yeah, put us there. Uh, no, we're not. So, but uh, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, listen to the iHeartCountry channel. You can hear the podcast. There are 10 million ways There's to ways listen. There's ways to hear, yeah. But uh, thank you for calling, and I hope you have an awesome day. All right, thanks. You too. All right, Bye-bye. goodbye. <laughs> Leslie, what's happening with you? Thank you for calling us from Oregon. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Um, I'm a huge fan of the show. I listen to the podcast every day. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, I, was looking, <laughs> I was looking for a little bit of advice. I had an interview for a job I'm really hoping to get. I just got a second interview lined up with them. And I'm kind of curious if I should bring something with me to the interview or not. I kind of am very type A and can be a little too much sometimes for some people. So I don't want to overstep. But I made kind of a portfolio of all my certifications, uh, letters of recommendation, and degrees and all that. And I was wondering if I should bring that with me to the interview so they can thumb through it if they'd like or if I should just kind of leave that at home and provide it if they ask for it and any other advice that you have for a second interview. I would say take everything you could possibly take. I would rather have somebody that I got to say, hey, you're doing a little too much than, hey, give me some more because I should be asking you, even working day to day, I should be going, hey, you're, you're going a little too hard. Like, that's a good problem to have. So this is an easy one for me. Take it with you. Let them know, hey, I brought this. These are all my certifications letters, all my gold stars. These are my report cards (laughs) from fourth grade. If you'd like to see it, I have them here. But let's go forward with the interview. And at least they know that you're proactive in in bringing your credentials. So take it with you. Be proud of it. You don't have to shove it in their face. But go to the interview with it, okay? Okay, awesome. All right, let's do the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. All right, let's go. Here we go. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My older brother is getting married next spring. I am the only sibling with a child right now, and it will probably stay that way for the foreseeable future. He just casually dropped in conversation that his dog will be the ring bearer, and there will be no children allowed at the wedding, not even his only nephew. I don't want to make a big deal about this, as it is not my wedding day. But my feelings were definitely hurt. My son is the perfect ring bearer age. On top of that, it's going to be difficult to make arrangements for my son. It is a destination wedding, and all the adults I trust with my son will be at the wedding. I know no children at weddings is a normal thing. I do not fault them for this. But I was wondering what your thoughts are with this. Is there instances that exceptions could be made? Were children allowed, not allowed at everybody on the show's wedding? Your friend, Anonymous. As I, anonymous, I like you. But she's wrong. I mean, it's their wedding. 
They get to make the rules. That's know, tough, though. It is, a, it is yeah. the, the destination part makes it difficult because I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, if you're in town, no problem or whatever, but they have to like go somewhere and yeah, she has to figure out someone for her son. I don't think he but, has to be the ring bearer, but. But not her, pro- not his, not the wedding haver's problem. Mm-hmm. Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like it, it And it is. stinks. And I, again, I like you, but they get to have the wedding the way they want to have the wedding. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if they say, it's weird, but st- we're not having kids at our wedding unless you're in the wedding. And we do have kids in the wedding. Amy's kids are in the wedding. Amy's kid, Eddie's kids are not invited. Right. <laughs> and they'll be right down the street, and that's okay. Yeah, I don't think that's from where out, the- From outside the building. <laughs> Let us in. Let us they in. Can't get in. <laughs> but but you, Amy's right. The destination, that's tough, man. I mean, there's a chance that she may not go to the, her sibling's wedding because- there's no kids involved. And the sibling and loses be, out. Yeah. But that's that's, that's how it's going to go, yeah. The one thing I've learned about weddings while having to somewhat be involved in it, I say somewhat loosely. <laughs> Your wedding? Yeah. And that is that you get the person who's doing the wedding gets to make the call. It's like having people over at your house. You get to make the rules. Um, kids at the wedding. Ed, did you have any? No. I mean, I didn't have, I only had like 10 people there, so no kids. No. Lunchbox? No kids at my wedding. Nieces and nephews were not allowed. Amy? Yeah, kids were everywhere. <laughs> we'll have a few kids, but it's the ones that are in the wedding. Amy's kids, my niece and nephew. My, I tried to get Stanley to be the ring bearer, but Caitlin would not have that. Oh. Because she thinks Stanley will run off and, or eat the ring. I mean, there's a chance of that. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance he eats people, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, thank you for the email. That stinks. It's a bad situation, but you have to go with the wedding organizer's thoughts and plans. Yeah, just separate yourself from it. I know it's hard. You can't be offended that he wants a dog over your son as the ring bearer. And then I mean, also, you can be offended. You to- no, you can't. Why? Like, that's just a waste of brain space. Like, just I get offended all the time. I just don't say anything about it. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm trying to save her some of the overthinking a lot of it. Sorry to give you the bad news, but... It is what it is. Yeah. Your your son didn't make the cut. All right, that's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, where did you see this article? I saw it on BuzzFeed as a quiz. So you could choose which side of the couple you thought was more successful. So they give you a couple and you have to pick which one you think's done more? Yeah, out of this like celebrity couple. All right, who's first? Okay, we got... Emily Blunt or John Krasinski? So, Emily Blunt, really famous actress. John Krasinski, Jim from The Office. Also, I mean, he's done a bunch oh, of movies. Oh, Jack Ryan. Jack yeah. Ryan. All right, who's more? I, I, I guess I've personally seen more things with John Krasinski. I'm a huge Office fan, so I have to pick John Krasinski. Yeah. You guys? Easily John Krasinski. I don't know who Emily Blunt is, so it's John <laughs> Krasinski. We all say John Krasinski. What did the public say? 62% say Emily. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay, next one. Sophie Turner or Joe Jonas? Sophie Turner, Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Oh. I didn't know she was an actress. <laughs> didn't know she was. Massive star from Game of Thrones. That's his wife? Uh-huh. Yeah. Joe she's... Jonas, obviously one of the members of Creed. Jo- <laughs> Jonas' brother. <laughs> uh, Sophie yeah. Turner or Joe Jonas? Amy? I guess I'll go Sophie Turner because there are like a bajillion episodes of Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah, but who do you know more? Yeah. But but it can literally have her own opinion. Wait, what's okay, the question right. of the poll? Who's more successful? Yeah. yeah. Sophie Turner. Ooh, Eddie? That's crazy. Joe Jonas. The Jonas <laughs> Brothers are successful. Joe Jonas. They've been doing it for a decade. They're huge. It's close, but I go Joe Jonas as well. Barely. 58% say Joe. Dang. All right, next. 
Paul Bethany, Bethany, yeah, Paul Bettany, who's Vision, or Jennifer Canelli, who okay. is Paul, Paul Bet. He's Vision on WandaVision yep. and in the, all the uh, Marvel movies. Jennifer Connelly was in A Beautiful Mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember her. Big the wife. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Paul Bettany. Just got watched him recently. I don't really care about this one. <laughs> I, have, I really don't care about this one. Yeah. Uh, quickly, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Oh. I don't even know who they are. Nice. Sixty-one percent say Paul. Okay. Beyonce or Jay Z? That's so easy. That one's hard. No. Uh, yes. I think that one's really hard too. I struggled with this one, I, and having to set aside my personal bias, um, I'm going to go Jay Z. Though he's been doing it longer, a lot of people consider him the best living rapper. I'm gonna go Jay Z. I'm just not big on Beyonce. Oh yeah, I'm not like yeah. the obsessed Beyonce fan like some people can be, but I'm going Beyonce for sure. I feel like she probably had to go over more hurdles. Jay-Z was a drug dealer on the streets. Right. <laughs> yeah. She probably had to deal with drugs at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Eddie, just being in music. <laughs> oh, you got to go Queen B, dude. Queen B. So. For sure. She's in, yeah. She was in uh, Austin Powers. Child. Destiny's no, Child. I, I get it. Jay-Z is like the greatest, one of the greatest mm-hmm. to ever do what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's more successful. But uh, They're close. She I, can dance. Can Jay-Z dance? <laughs> Lunchbox? It's Jay-Z by far. Oh, come on. What, what you got? 94%. Say Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. But you would think in a BuzzFeed article, yeah. that's what they would say. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, give me two more. Give me two more of your best ones. Okay. Ryan Reynolds or Blake Lively? Ooh. Ryan Reynolds has done big action movies. Bigger yeah. actor, I would think. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. 67% say Ryan. Okay, and? Okay, and Goldie Hawn or Kurt Russell? Ooh, good one. Ooh. Overboard. Can we tie them? <laughs> The same movie, right? That's where yeah. they met. I'm going to go Goldie Hawn because she also, oh wait, he did too. Kate Hudson's, they're just not married. They're just together. Shoot, Goldie Hawn. Kurt Russell. Goldie Hawn. I go Kurt Russell. So 50-50? The only one that was a tie. 50-50. Whoa! All right, there you go. That's fun. Uh, how about Raymundo or Baymundo? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Carly Pierce talked about meeting Dolly Parton and why it was a full circle moment for her. It was brief. Um, she called me her little Dollywood girl because I sang at Dollywood. And then she actually just asked me to be in her Christmas special. Um, and that was full circle for me because I actually was in her Christmas show at Dollywood when I was 17. Miranda Lambert and Brandi Carlisle are featured in episodes of Dave Grohl's Paramount Plus TV series called From Cradle to Stage, where they talk to the artist Moms. Miranda's episode airs May 20th. 20th and Brandy's airs May 27th. Lady A's Dave Haywood is excited about the possibility of playing their new song, Like a Lady, on tour this year. Hillary sent that to Charles and I, and immediately I was transported to the stage, the summer amphitheaters we get to do in country music and we all love. I think this is the song that is hoping to propel us towards kind of the end of the pandemic and getting some positive music out there to kind of let us start getting ready for buying tickets and getting ready for shows again. That's our hope. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Who wants free stuff? Because we all love free stuff. That's right. If you've got vaccinated, I got a list of places you can get free things. Budweiser. If you upload a picture of you getting vaccinated or a sticker, they'll send you a $5 debit. That way you can get a free beer. Nice. Uh, How much is that beer, though? 
Uh, five bucks. I mean, you just go. The beer's that one well, beer. No, 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 no. Well, a Depends big beer. Depends on the kind. Yeah, the, but if you take it to this gas station with that. Yeah, you're gonna be two tall boys. You're with gonna that. right. You're gonna be entered to win a five dollar debit card towards a free for beer at Budweiser. What? It, wait, entered to win or you you do get? Are you entered to win? Oh, oh come on, Budweiser, step but, up to the plate. But good news, if you hashtag shot for Sam, Sam Adams will just give you five dollars on cash app. That's you. what we're talking yeah. about. No entry required. You get a free beer from Sam Adams. That's Yay! what we're talking about. What else? Krispy <laughs> Kreme still giving away free donuts. Are you still going every day? Still going every day. You haven't missed a day. I may have missed one or two. But they were on the weekends. That's when I'm not picking up the kid from daycare. But work days, you haven't missed a single day. No. Work days, because he's right there. Daycare's right. I mean, literally two blocks, Krispy Kreme. So before I get him, or after I get him, go through the drive-thru, get the donut. Wow. Do they know who you are now? Uh, some of the ladies do. I'm like, hey, I'm back. All right, we'll have your donut. <laughs> They're not happy with him. So for a whole year, they have to give you a donut. And for a whole year, they have to give me a free donut. With do you my... eat it every day? No. <sighs> no. But does somebody eat it? Yeah, someone probably does. What do you mean? What probably. do you mean? Like in your house? Or well, like- not in my house, but people on the street may eat it sometimes. Wait, what do you mean on the street? Throw- do you lay it on what? the street? No, no, I don't lay it on the street. I just throw it in the trash can. Why would you get it and throw it away? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, give me another something. Good. Also, you can go to Staples and Office Depot, and they'll make a copy of your vaccination card and laminate it for free. Are we supposed to do that, though? <laughs> No, I'm asking laminated. a real question. No, no, no. They, they, they make a copy of it, and they laminate the uh, copy uh. so that way if you need it to travel, you can have it. And if you need to get a booster later on, you have the original unlaminated. Can I show you mine? You can. Please show us your information. And if you, It's folded. Can it be folded? We'll just, yeah. I think it's question. okay. Okay, that's all I'm going to show you. Yeah. And then employee bonus. Check with your company. A lot of uh, employers <clears throat> are giving you uh, money for getting vaccinated. Bones? I'm not your employer. Aldi, Lowe's, Lowe's. I don't pay your check. And Petco are offering anywhere between $75 and $500 for getting Dang. vaccinated. Dang. Okay. Well, appreciate that. That's- yeah, free stuff. Go out. Celebrate. Get the needle in your arm. That's what it's all about. Thank you. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time to play Amy versus Lunchbox. Lunchbox is up 4-0 to zero after our phone screener, Abby, lost two games in a row for Amy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, sorry about that. It's okay, Abby. I just... Wow, 4-0. Here we go. If he wins, he will hear this song. We ready to play? Yeah, Yeah, that sounds nice. I like that song. All right, Amy, (laughs) we type trivia questions for dudes, and we're going to give them to you, okay? Okay. Here we go. In golf, what color jacket is awarded at the Masters? Green. Oh, okay. Just watch that Tiger Woods two-part documentary thingy. Ah, baby. That is correct. That's right. In what city do they have a sports team named after a dolphin? The, like, they are the dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. What'd you say again? What city? In what what city has a sports team named after the dolphin? Oh, Miami. That's the city. Is that your answer? Yes. The Miami Dolphins, that is correct. (sighs) What sport are you playing if you get two minutes for checking? Checking what? Checking what? Checking? Checking. Two minutes for checking. Checkmate. Check. In what sport are you playing if you get two minutes for checking? I have checkers? I don't know. Checking. It's got to be something like I just don't know. Like soccer? I don't know anything about soccer. Checking? Rugby? Can't be football. Never even heard of checking. Checking. I. Soccer. 
Your answer is? Soccer. Is incorrect. Lunchbox, you can steal? It's hockey. It's hockey. Correct. You checked them under the boards. I should have gone with the other sport. I don't know, know that about, much right? about. All right, Amy, two, Lunchbox, one. We'll go to Lunchbox now. Oh, you get three of these, you win the championship. That's all I got to do. Just sweep the category. Let's go. The Met Gala is set to happen in September this year. They missed last year because of COVID. Okay. What city is that event held? NYC. He says New York City. It is New York City. Woo! <laughs> Man, we need to go to that. What? Okay, yeah. Good luck. You have to get invited to that. <laughs> oh, you have to be very famous and okay, rich. Okay, Beyonce. Bones, have you been? No, no, they would never allow. I'm not famous. Can I? What? What is it? I don't even understand what it's a fancy a party. Gala for the arts. Just that's it. Yeah, and the, like the Anna Wintour makes the list, right? They raise money for something. And there's right? a th- there's a theme, and people get really dressed up. Yes, yeah. the arts, okay. like an art. Oh, you just raise money performing for performing art. arts or something. <laughs> okay, I, don't know. I, I always see pictures and stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know what it is. Lunchbox Draper James is a clothing line by what celebrity? Draper James. Ah, oh, Draper James. Ooh, man. That is somebody I've heard of before. Draper. Draper. That's their kid's name. Draper James is a clothing line by what celebrity? Ooh, Draper James. We'll go with... Ah. Kate Hudson. Incorrect. Dang. Amy, you can steal you one. Who is that? That is Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I see. I knew it was one of those. One of those what? One of those blonde actresses in the rom-coms. Lunchbox, if you get this, you tie, you go to sudden death. Let's go. (laughs) Dang. If you miss this, Amy wins. Yeah, I'm not worried about that one. She's not going to win because I'm getting it right. Peasant. Swing. (laughs) And A-line are types of what? You need this to tie to go to sudden death. Peasant. Swing. And A-line are types of what? Skirts. Boom. Hit it. Ding. That's right. Ding. Hit it. I already know it. Ding. Incorrect. What? That's him. The answer is dresses. Oh. And a dress is different than a skirt. Oh. Is a close one. <sighs> what? I was holding my breath that entire time. Did you know that one? Yes, I was going to lean. It could be a dress or a skirt, but mm-hmm. if dress is written on the paper, then... Written on the paper. <laughs> can't oh. argue it, right, Amy? There you have it. Amy is our winner. Making it four to one. How do, you, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. I still have a, a, a long way to go, but I can get there. You got a long way to go and a short time to get there. That's all I can <laughs> Hey, you guys, check out a new podcast called The Biz Tape. It's really good. It's a podcast with two guys named Colin and Joe. They're talking about the return of ticket scalpers because here we go, concerts again, maybe tricks to beat them, and how every concert you might want to go to this summer is already sold out even before they go on sale. Is what to know so you can make sure, hopefully, to not have that happen to you. But check out the podcast, The Biz Tape. It is uh, it's fantastic. Coming up later, Lunchbox will tell us why he decided to tip his server less at the restaurant. That's... In about 45 minutes or so, so hang out for that. It is now time for a segment we call What's the Haps? Hey! Hey, what's the Haps? I'll go first. We have two dogs. We have Stanley the Bulldog, little fat guy. Has about one good run in him a day, then he's tired the rest of the day. <laughs> he's awesome. We have Eller, who we adopted, and she needs to go all the time. She has so much energy all the time. She's a half husky, half hound, but she just is always needing to run around. We try to exercise her all the time. I taught her to play fetch with a softball, so we go out and do that a couple times a day. 
But the vet was like, hey, if you can run her and teach her how to, be on, to go on a treadmill, great. Like, dogs do that. They have contraptions for dogs to train them. They don't need a contraption anymore. We've trained her to run on the treadmill. I saw the video, Bones. That's amazing that you can do that. We, so cool. It, it took no time. And she stayed on it the she whole just time, stayed. just like, duh, 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 duh. And not only that, she when she's, we turn it off, she just lays on it and like, turn it back on. <laughs> so it's on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. And then people just started blowing me up. Oh, Animal cruelty. Is Anna. it though? Why? The vet told me to t- run her on a treadmill. We're there. We I don't mean, turn it on and walk in the other room. It's not like y'all don't ever take her outside. And it's, then Peloton had an issue with like kids and pets. Yes, that's But that's true. just the unattended and the things there. Yeah, you're not. She's not going in there and turning it on herself. I literally ride the bike right beside her. And Kaylin's in there too. And Kaylin's <laughs> on the floor doing stuff. And, and Eller will just... <laughs> Walk or jog on the treadmill. It's hilarious. It's if you want to see it, it's on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. But I was just so, so I couldn't believe I was getting that much hate. I was deleting the comments. I was like, rapid fire, delete, delete. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really see that as animal cruelty, but maybe I'm missing something. The vet told us to do it if we could train her to do it. Yeah. So that that's what we were dealing with. And she does it every day. She goes up, runs on the treadmill. Not a run, a walk and a slight trot. That's <laughs> like a brisk. Mm. But she that's her favorite thing to do. Sometimes she just like looks at the little room where the treadmill is, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> That's what's happening with me. Hey, hey what's the hatch? Amy? So, yeah, something that's weighing on me a little bit is uh, what to do with my daughter, Stashira, because she definitely loves, she's now in theater. She loves, like, the the acting, the dancing, the singing, and she also, like, wants to model. But I've told her we're not going to pursue modeling it's just not something that I want to do but if things happen to come her way like she takes pictures for like if she's in pimp and joy or stuff for the shop forward and things that I can control and I will allow her to do but uh we're not going to seek stuff out well one of our old interns works for Walmart like corporate an intern from eight years ago or so and reached out and said hey we'd love for Sashira to model for our new WNBA packaging that's going to be in stores and I was like well, I mean, technically, I didn't seek this out. Right. So she went. I allowed her to do the photo shoot. She got paid. And she had the best attitude. She did what she was told. She followed instructions. And the photo shoot was supposed to be for about three hours. But they got the perfect shot, like, right away. It took, like, an hour and a half. And they were like, that's a wrap. And they were like, it's going to take a while, but she's going to be in boxes all over Walmart. Wow. Oh, so it's not up yet. It's not up yet because they just did the photo shoot and I guess it takes a while to create everything. But what do you then, mean the boxes? Like the packaging for like if you go buy maybe their new WNBA basketball goal in a box or maybe the actual ball on the box. Like she's, it's like her and there's what? these other kids and she's- That's crazy. She's Amazing. there playing basketball. Yeah. How I know. much? I, well, she, How much? How much? How much? How much? Just write it down. How Listen. much did Walmart pay her? Yeah. Six? Listen. No, I tell you later. Okay. Okay. But then, but, so I don't Six know. Figures? But now my- <laughs> The, what's weighing on me is like maybe just pursuing more opportunities for her because she did have. You said fun. you're not pursuing. How <laughs> much she saw the now money? She's already like, <laughs> they make this. <laughs> so anyway, super cool. And let I'll us let... know when it gets in stores. Oh, for sure, I will. That'd be awesome. What's the hat? Hey, <laughs> what's the hat, Eddie? Well, my 13 year old son, he's not modeling or anything, but he did come up to me the other day. <laughs> he goes, Dad. I need TikTok. Like, all my friends have TikTok. And I'm like, one, I seriously doubt all your friends are on TikTok. But he said, no, no, they really are, and I want to be on it. And then my wife overhears this conversation. She's like, well, well, why not? Like, what's wrong with TikTok? So I give my wife my phone. I say, here, 
just get on TikTok. Here's my for you page. It took one cussing grandma video, and she's like, okay, you're not getting on TikTok. <laughs> to be fair, that's your page and things that you like, and they're feeding that to you. <laughs> you're telling me my son's not going to get a cussing grandma? I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying it gives you and your for you page things that you like. So probably dancing girls and cussing grandma. There's <laughs> <laughs> no dancing girls. But. I, listen, I think he could be on TikTok if you're watching over him. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Hey. Hey, what's the hat? All right, Lunchbox. I'm worried I was the weak link on my soccer team because last year when COVID hit, I was the captain. I'm the one that brought the jerseys to the game. And so when COVID hit, I said, hey, guys, I got to back off. And I handed the reins over to James. He took the jerseys. And I got a text the other night from James that said, the green team are champions once again. And I wasn't on the team. They won the championship without me. They won the entire league. And so now I'm like, are they going to want me back when I can get back out there? Well, if you go back and they lose, no, then, they're then we know. know. Oh, man, that was a blow to my ego. Like, they, not only with me not being captain, me not even being on the team, and they won the championship. You can always go back and do the laundry. That's what you were doing. Yeah, right? wasn't that what your captain role was? Like, manager. Wash the he was jersey? calling you manager. captain, but you were the manager. You were the, yeah, I'm like water boy. And like, you brought snacks too, right? I didn't bring snacks. Orange slices, right? I brought the jerseys <laughs> in the I mesh see's. bag and everything, and they did it without me. All right, thank you guys. That's a quick catch up on our lives. What's the haps? Hey, hey what's the haps? Here's a voicemail we got last night from Erica in Oklahoma City. I was listening to, I think it was Easy Trivia last week, and the, everyone on the show got to share a fact about themselves. Morgan number two said that her side hustle, did she say sheep or sheets? Like bed sheets or the animal? Very confused, and the people need answers. Thanks so much. Bye. Morgan, what did you say? You are a, a connoisseur of either the animal sheep or the bed sheet? No, it's the animal sheep. It's an American Hampshire Sheep Association. And what do you do for them? I design their magazines four times a year. Do you love sheep? No. Oh, okay. See? (laughs) She does a sheep magazine, but you're not a sheep. No, and it's actually kind of ironic because obviously, like, you know, lambs, lamb meat, they're selling Oh, they're selling lambs? And I'm vegetarian. (laughs) I thought it was like, look at our beautiful sheep. Oh, yeah, like the wool. No, it's like wool and lambs. You know, it's it's just like farmers for cows and stuff, but instead it's for sheep. All right, there you go. I don't think there's an issue with that. Scuba Steve came to me recently and said, hey, can we do a sponsorship that's uh, like whiskey? I don't drink. He's like, can we do like a green room or something? And I was like, of course. I don't have a problem with people drinking. Some people are just better around me when they drink, but I don't drink. But so I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I make some extra money just designing a magazine from my couch. So About sheep. All right, here is uh, voicemail number five. I want to give a shout-out to Caitlin. John Party posted a picture of him and Summer looking all fancy, and someone left a really nasty comment about Summer. And Caitlin popped on there, and she was like, hey, be nice. Summer is one of the loveliest people I know. thought that was awesome for Caitlin to stick up for Summer and be just a stellar human who genuinely loves and cares about her friends and wants to support them. So thanks, Caitlin. Keep being awesome. We're friends with the parties, obviously. And I, listen, I've never seen anyone get bullied as bad on the internet as Caitlin does. Uh, summer party is probably up there close, and I, I don't get to experience that with Summer and John. I know Caitlin and Summer talk about that a lot. But we had put up, we'd, we'd done a segment about uh, the the uh, power of attorney, and it's something that's been brought up a lot. Amy went with her dad, and she just got, Caitlin got killed. Her, her messages. Oh, no. It was so bad that people were like threatening her. It was awful. Because she's your new medical Listen, power of attorney and will, she's also your soon-to-be uh, wife. Like that doesn't wife. make... Oh, is it because were they insinuating that she, she's going to unplug you because she just wants your money? Uh, no. 
I don't know. But now they might. Okay, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but I'm like, why would they? What right. is there to even? Anyway. People online are just so nasty sometimes. But yeah, nasty not only in comments, but like sending her DMs and mm-hmm. threatening DMs. And it's like, what What planet is this? Like she doesn't post much anyway, but all that does is make her not want to. And it makes me not want to talk about stuff. Yep. Because it affects her. And so I'm having to choose stuff I don't talk about now because we have some, you know, idiot listeners who will not stop harassing her. So, but yeah, she's stuck up for Summer, obviously, because they both go through that stuff. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a couple that has been married for 20 years, and they have just now made a decision to move in together and live under the same roof. Why at this point? I mean, if it's been working. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess they just decided they wanted to give it a try, but they're not going to be sharing a bedroom. They're going to be in separate rooms. And they just, it started out when they were dating, they were pretty independent, and they liked having their own spaces. So yeah, even when they got married, they considered it their secret sauce to their happy marriage living in two totally different homes. Eddie, what do you think about that? I mean, if it works, it works for them. I just don't see it. I mean, I, I see the big D coming up at some what? point. Yeah. Oh, divorce. At some Why? point. <laughs> and I don't mean Dallas. At some point, right? They've been together, together 20 for years. a very I know. long time. It's just, it sounds cool and all, but there's no way that you can be married like that. They must not have had kids. No, actually, I was about to say they do another have house for the a kids. Son. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might work. And apparently, the son is super happy that this day has finally come because I assume maybe he would have to go back and forth. But I mean, if you have parents that are co-parenting and actually married and in love, it might be fun to like be like, "I'm going over to mom's, I'm going over to dad's," and like kind of like you have two homes. I had two homes growing up, but they my parents were divorced, yeah. so it was a little different. I would sometimes is bad. I'd use that as like kind of ammunition against my mom to make her feel bad. I I remember once I was 16 and I could drive and if we would fight, I would pack my bag and I'd be like, I'm going to live with dad. My mom really didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything to deserve that, but I would use that and I can't, oh, I hate that I did that. When I was a kid, I would tell my mom, if I knew my dad, I'd go. You said that? (laughs) I knew you were. uh, (laughs) That's funny. All right, what else? It's it's not funny. No, it is. It's really funny. No. If he cared about me and loved me and was in my life and I knew who he was, I would leave right now and go over to his house. But I can't, so I'll have some more manwich, please. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, Taco Bell is now going to make their little hot sauce packets recyclable, which is amazing because they go through 8.2 billion hot sauce packets in the U.S. each year. What do you mean recyclable? The actual plastic? Yeah, like wasn't? they're not. You have to throw them away. And now they've partnered with Terra Cycle, and they're working on this pilot program where the packets are going to be reused and made into something new, which I think will be awesome. And with coronavirus, like there's been a shortage of all kinds of packages and like even like ketchup ones because communal ketchup stations at restaurants just are no longer. We're going to look back in 25 years and go, what were we thinking? With what? With all recyclables the- and how mm-hmm. wasteful we were with everything. You know, Starbucks is now starting that, that program too on recyclable cups there. You just take your cup in and out mm-hmm. and they give it to you cheaper Re- as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what else? So uh, Maren Morris, she spoke out earlier this month about her post-baby body, and she said, you know, getting back to my body before I was pregnant shouldn't be the goal. And I remember seeing her post this on Instagram a while back, and I was super proud of her and I'm glad she was speaking up on this. And then she was at the ACM Awards this last weekend and in the press room and mentioned to them why she put that up. I'm not like a stick, but I love the fact that I've got curves now and it proves that I I did something really 
amazing and uh, wonderful with my life. And enjoy working out if you want to do that. Enjoy eating rich, hearty foods like I did last night. Like I was eating short ribs before the ACM Awards. Do it all. Like who cares? Yeah. She just definitely wanted to encourage moms to why why do we put this pressure on us to have some post uh, baby body to get us back to our pre baby body? We shouldn't have to deal with that. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy had a business debt, needed to pay about $10,000. His name is Michael. So he went to the bank. He withdrew the money, put it in his wallet, and then got distracted when he was leaving the bank, had his wallet on the bumper of his car, drove off without it. Someone driving the opposite direction, Steve Harrison, saw something flying in the air. It was money. So he stopped, gathered all the money, and then also found Michael's wallet. So then because it was a wallet, he had all his info, tracked him down, met up with him, returned $10,003. And the guy wasn't able to offer him a financial reward, but I guess his family makes like homemade applesauce and homemade blackberry jam and other tasty treats. So that's how this guy's going to pay him back. Couldn't give him 20 bucks? It was a business debt. It's not like it was his personal money. Like he was using, he had to go pay that all off. And he got jams bones. Yeah. And he got treats. He didn't have to get anything, but the guy's trying to make, oh, did I mention home smoked salmon? You did. Now I take it back. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I take the home smoked salmon (laughs) any day. I was driving the other day and people were looking at me funny. And I was like, what? What happened? And I like three different people looked at me funny. And I was in my car, and so I'm driving, and I'm like, they must be big fans of the show. Yeah, <laughs> must be big fans of the show. And then I get home, and I'm like, where's my Sonic coat? I left it on top oh, of the car. No. <laughs> it made it all the way? No, it made it like to a turn, no. a straight move. <laughs> People were looking at me in the same spot when it fell off. Oh, that's a bummer. I put my that. Sonic cup on top of the car like an idiot. All right, that's a good story, Amy. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got last night from Megan in Maryland. I have a really big problem about flying on planes. I'm so scared and I don't know how to get over it. You know, I want to see the world, but I'm just terrified of heights and planes. And if you guys could answer this, that would just be amazing. And I love your show. Thank you so much. And bye. I also am really scared of heights. In my show that comes out May 31st, that's the first episode of me hanging over the Grand Canyon. Hate it. So I feel you on this. I don't like flying either, honestly. I still get freaked out and have to fly all the time. Here, here's the best advice I can give you about being scared of flying. The only way to get over it is just do it all the time. You have to go and expose yourself to it and have success not dying in order to feel like you're not going to die. And still, you're going to feel like you're going to die. But you better hope that, you know, you enjoy the time back on the ground in other parts of the country you never got to see is better than the pain you felt when you're struggling up in the air. You're not going to get over it. Go and experience it. You won't die. Trust me. From someone who feels like they're going to die every time they're about 10 feet off the ground. You're not going to die. I've been in some hairy plane situations where it's like, hold on. I'm like, we're going down. This is it. And we're fine. It's turbulence. Amy's husband and I flew together once, and he's a pilot. Flew in the Air Force for a long time. I said, hey, tell me about turbulence. He goes, well, it's actually the the heat coming off the ground that goes up, and you're hitting that. The sun's hitting in different spots. And he gave me this whole scientific. And I was like, okay, all that's good. But are we going to die? He goes, no, you're not. He goes, actually, we're like, oh, this is cool. We get turbulence. So... You want to get over it, you have to go experience it. You can read all the books you want, all the stats you want. It's going to do nothing for you. I know it's out of your control, but heck, life's out of your control for the most part. You're driving down the road. Someone could swerve over to your lane and pop you quickly, and you have, you have no control. Go experience it in order to not be as scared of it. I'm still scared of heights. 
but I've done it enough times now, even on the show, where I'm just like, well, I have to kind of trust the system. Do it. You can do it. I have faith in you. Good luck. Let's go now and do the investigative morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What do you call iPhone chargers? What do you call iPhone chargers? Hmm? Wait, huh? It's iPhone? another name. I call them iPhone chargers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Think iPhone. of a fun name for an iPhone charger. I. I. Char- <laughs> I power. I. I battery. I. I. Icicle. I turn your phone on. Think differently. <laughs> Apple. What is I, Apple, Apple 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 Jacks? Apple. Oh, Jacks! I get it. Cause what? I don't get that. Jacks. Um, Apple Apple Jacks. Jacks. Apple Apple Juice. Apple Juice. It's Apple Juice. That's it. It's the answer. It's Apple oh, Juice. Oh, like Power get... Juice. Okay, yeah, that the, could be it. Not very no. funny, but that could be it. <laughs> no, it's definitely it. That has to be it. Apple Juice. Wow. There's wow, no other was... thing it could be. I mean, there probably are other things, but are we going with that? What's the joke again? Let's see if it if It's fits. just... I'll, are you regretting this one? <laughs> no, because when I regret? deliver it, no. What's another name for an iPhone charger? Okay, Apple we're, we're going to go with Apple Juice. Okay. All right, hit that up, right? The Morning Corny. What's another name for an iPhone charger? We're going with Apple Juice. Well, you know, you repeat the question back to oh. me. What's How another name for an iPhone charger? Apple juice. <laughs> huh. Hey, y'all got it right. I really was trying to stay strong for her and laugh. <laughs> but it is. I laughed it's in like, one day. It's like apple juice. Give me some of that. Why? Apple juice. What's with like, the juice? You can, because, well, now if like you need a charge from someone, you can just be like, yo, can I get some of that apple juice? <laughs> All right, I'll try it today. Thank you. All right, you ready, folks? <laughs> yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't, can't lose. lose. Except for sometimes you do. All right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> on the phone right now is Susie in Florida. Hi, Susie. Good morning. What's going on? My question is, why do artists use different bands, like a concert band and a studio band? So the difference would be a studio band are musicians that do not tour and that are the best 0.1% players in all of music. You know, they play on a lot of folks' records. They go in, you have the best guitar player that will play on Tim McGraw's record. He'll go over and play on Kenny Chesney's record. He may play some on Brad Paisley's record, but he doesn't tour. Like Touring artists are people who want to get on the road. They're good, but they're usually not as good as people that can stay in town and make their money at home just traveling studio to studio. So it's basically... NFL all pro specialists versus really good NFL players. Okay, got it. It's also Thank you so much. Most most of the time it's older players too. Yeah. Maybe at one time they were on the road. Maybe. Now they don't have to. But they're usually just better and precise and can play any kind of music. And if you're called in for different situations, they can do that. That that's the difference in a band that's out touring versus uh, a guitar player that's in town and is good enough to play on all these records. That makes sense too, because like time is money in a studio, right? Yeah. And like if you can get it, the faster you can get it. And you, you'll play a session player to come play guitar on some songs. Like, for example, I'd pay someone 300 bucks. They would come and work for four hours. And they'd play as much as you can for four hours for 300 bucks. They're done with that session. They'll walk over to another studio and play another session. They can do usually do two a day. So 600 bucks a day, five days a week, 3,000 bucks a week, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, do the math. They do pretty well. And they're the best of the best. Yeah. Like they're that, really that's good. That's why. Thank you. 
So someone sent you a message. What did it say? It said, Amy, I was incredibly disappointed that you thought TGIF stood for thank goodness it's Friday. It's always been thank God. To be honest, I think Bobby has had a negative influence on your faith. What? I'm just reading it verbatim. I'm getting mad at Amy. (laughs) Okay. We hear your, quote, wokeness, but we don't hear much about God anymore like we used to, and it's sad. First of all, I have nothing to do with Amy's wokeness. And also, How did I get dragged into this? That was weird. My faith has nothing to do with TGIF. And if anything, it was my faith that probably as a child made me think it was, thank goodness it's Friday, because we didn't take the Lord's name in vain. Ooh, God. I assume it was her who sent that. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I was just confused by it. And also, it was just like a sampling of the types of messages that we get <laughs> that like sometimes just don't oh, make sense. Or, or just are mean. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not necessary. And like... Uh, yeah, I, I literally thought it was, thank goodness it's Friday. And really, there, that, how does that even have anything to do with my faith? Yeah, what, how did I get dragged into this? Yeah. <laughs> and then. Why, how would I have an influence on you talking about your faith? I encourage it. My wokeness on mental health and body image stuff and food issues really has also nothing to do with my faith. I don't know. People are funny sometimes. You say funny, I say annoying. <laughs> Two very different <laughs> words. Holy cow. What do I tell you about your faith and how you can talk about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's open. I mean, we're. I guess sometimes it just depends on if, if we're going there or not. And TBH, because that's what she put for, to be, to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I had to Google. <laughs> and I was like, okay, to be honest, yeah. I mean, my faith, it's, it's been a roller coaster, especially after my mom died. There was a lot of things that I went through through for a while, but then now I feel finally settled back into a church that I really love and I feel comfortable going. Sometimes it was a lot of too, a lot um, really emotional for me to go because my mom, that's something that I associated with my mom so much. So, but now, now I can do church from the comfort of my couch because of the pandemic. It's amazing. Well, TBH, I am HO. What? Excuse me? I am HO. I'm hot. I'm hot. Oh, oh, I was like, what, I'm a hot mess? No, <laughs> I am a Joe. Okay, Lunchbox, what happened? So my wife and I decided to go eat somewhere, eat on a patio. We go up to the register, we order, and we look at the menu, and my wife decides, man, I'm really craving a burger. She orders a burger, and I'm like, man, that summer salad with strawberries and grilled chicken sounds really good. So I order the grilled chicken summer salad. Boom, we go sit down, waiting for our meal, and the lady brings it out. And she takes the burger and she puts it in front of me and puts the salad in front of my wife. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm the one that has the salad. She goes, oh, I just assumed the man ordered the burger. And she flipped him right there. That's why she got tipped less. Because she gave me the burger and my wife the salad. And I was offended. (laughs) Was your wife offended or just you? But what does that matter? Why can't he no, just be offended? No, because I'm genuinely curious if his wife was offended. Because as a woman, I mean, I could see where there's like a little like, okay, whoa, why are you trying, why are you trying to say I need the salad? I would say as a server who served for a long time, you start to go, well, 95% of the time, this is where this goes. This is the person who orders it. And it's probably just muscle memory with them because they've had 1,000 orders and 998 of them are that. I don't think you hold that against her. I don't think she's doing it based on what you look like. Well, how, what size you are, what, other than, is it a girl or a guy? It was a girl. Okay. Again, I just assume that because most of my servers are female. Yeah. That's it. We're, we did a story where, the other day where I was like, hey, this teacher, and I said, you know, she and Mike goes, no, it's a guy. And I, just because most of my teachers were female teachers, were women. Correct. So I think that 
we live our life based on what we've learned. She has probably had 10,000 of those orders like that, and most of them, that's exactly what it was. I don't think you should have punished her for that. Yeah, see, everybody always says don't make assumptions because it makes a blank. But, but everybody makes assumptions all the time. <laughs> right, I know. But what she did was she she assigned what we are supposed to eat to us. And so I had to teach her that, listen, you shouldn't do that. By just telling her then by keeping the money the same if the service was good. Well, no, no, just telling words, ah, that's okay. <laughs> Actions speak louder than words is what I've been taught in my life. And so my action was to deduct some from the tip so she understood that, hey, you can't just assume that someone is eating a salad and someone's getting, you could offend somebody. And so I had to stand up for the people of America. And next time, I bet you, mm. she won't make that mistake. But- and everybody from here on forward that is served by her will have her come and be like, who had the burger? Weren't you just looking for a reason to tip her less? No. <laughs> I would have tipped her. No, they're, they're, I'm not looking for deductions. When things happen, you have to deduct things. Yeah, I lo- uh, the fact that Lunchbox is deduction guy, where he's like, every little thing, he's like, minus not, a dollar. That's not minus little. Eddie, 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 didn't you know somebody who did that with yeah, money? Yeah, my friend's dad. He would put $5 bills on the table, on the table and then yeah. whenever they would mess up anything in the order, he would be like, all right, well, one less for you. Crazy. Uh, I've yeah, never seen anything like that in so my life. That's so embarrassing. Listen, Amy, you should be on my side. This, I, is, no, me, no, no, no. this is me saying, listen, women can eat a burger and it's okay. Yeah. But I think she probably eats burgers. I think she's just done it so many times. <laughs> it was an honest mistake. You drive well, to work the same way every day, don't you? I'm thinking about it. Yes or no? Do you think about every turn you're making? Like, I got to turn here. I have to turn left here. No. You do the, once you do the same thing so many times, if they're, unless there's construction, you go the same way without thinking about it. You're right. You, <laughs> but Lunchbox, does she know that that's the reason why she got that tip? Maybe she Good just question. thinks you're a lousy tipper and she learned nothing. Like, unless you, I know you were like minimizing the whole words thing and money speaks louder, but unless you verbalize in a really thoughtful way, like, hey, you know, my wife and I were cool with this, but that might actually, or, or I guess you're not, you're offended. Share with her, hey, like that really offended me. And then maybe it'll change how she does things in the future. But you deducting her money. Did when you tell she, her? I told her, I actually, I got the salad. But did you tell her why you tip less? No, I didn't tell her that. See, did she learn nothing? She learned, she, she's, except you're a crappy tipper. Except the guy with the, the front mullet is a crappy tipper. Yeah, <laughs> next time you and your wife walk in, she's going to be like, please don't come to my table. Please don't come to my section. But you guys are on my side. No. I Amy's on my side. No, no, back up. I, I, it sucks, yes, that she was made that assumption. But yes, like probably by the numbers, women do end up getting known more for salads. But I love that your wife was getting the burger, and I don't like that she did that and said it out loud to y'all, and hopefully she didn't make anybody feel uncomfortable, like your wife. But I really said it, don't... said it out loud, it's just going, here's the burger for you, here's the... Like, she didn't... Yeah, like... but she said, no, he said that she said, oh, I assume. Yeah, then she said, I said, actually, I got the sign. She goes, oh, I just assumed the guy got the burger. <laughs> yeah. She did say that yeah, to right. me. And so then I was like, well, you know... Okay, listen, I don't agree with what you did. Mm-mm, me neither. Eddie, no. And he he says the most vile things sometimes, and people get offended. He's like, "Well, that's stupid to get (laughs) offended at that." I do think it was a learning opportunity, but you taught nothing because you just deducted pay and said nothing. I think he was just looking to get a cheaper way out, (laughs) and he did. Yeah, Uh, she didn't have enough pep in her step when she was bringing our food. It took a dollar off. (laughs) You guys can call us if you want. Eight seven seven seventy seven. Bobby, does anyone agree with lunchbox? By the way, of the whole room, people behind the scenes or not? Anybody agree? Say aye. I do. No. Okay. No. Nico Jackson does not count. Nico again. Nico Jackson does not count. Your other personality (laughs) cannot chime in. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good.
Nine-year-old Daniel Class, he's been playing piano for two years. And during the pandemic, it all started when people were working from home. He said, I got to do something for my neighborhood. So he would play one song a day on his driveway for the neighborhood. They would come down. He would put a little sign in the front of his yard and say, I'm playing today at 4 o'clock. And the neighborhood would show up, and he'd play a new song. Thank you very much. Everybody go on with your lives. And he's still doing it today. He says that uh, eventually he'd like to take the show on the road when he grows up. But for now, the neighborhood's going to have to do. How old is he? Nine years old. He knows how to play? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't do it every day. He says he started doing it every single day of the pandemic. Now, maybe two or three times a week. It's like artists when they were streaming during the pandemic. Every day they were doing a live show. (laughs) There were just so many going on at once. And now it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, we want to see you live now. Yeah, we want to go. All right, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So earlier, about 15 minutes or so, Lunchbox told the story of him going to a restaurant. He ordered a salad. His wife ordered a burger. They brought and they put the burger in front of him and the salad in front of her. I say as someone who has waited tables, they probably shouldn't have done that, but he shouldn't have punished her by not tipping her. Or tipping her less. Tipping her less, yeah. yes. Without even telling her why. Right. So, <laughs> it, we talked about it. We took a break to do Tell Me Something Good because I figured that would kind of tss, calm things down a little bit, pour water on the fire. It did not. We have a lot of calls over here. Oh. So, before we get to the news... Here is Ashley in Augusta, Georgia. Ashley, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Hey, good morning, studio. How morning. How are we good? <laughs> I was just calling to disagree with Lunchbox because I, too, was a server for a very long time. And I one time had this experience where I, I was really rude to a table. And instead of... Um, punishing me she pulled me to the side and talked to me and explained why i was rude and she still tipped me well and that made me want to change more because when people didn't tip me i was like whatever i don't care i'm you're not tipping me anyway that's a great point that i didn't bring up earlier one of the best tips i ever got was when i spilled a a tray of drinks on a table and the guy tipped me big time and was like hey don't feel bad and i always i was so delicate with these trays i was just you know, walking in, my tray's all all <laughs> cocky before then. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this again. It's poor people. But I think that's a great point. Also, I mean, let me say this. Went to dinner last night. I just thought about this. Caitlin and I did. And I order a, uh, a mocktail. I used to call it a virgin. But now I think the terminology is now mocktail. <laughs> so I order this mocktail, and they bring it over, and they put it in front of Caitlin. Oh. Oh, because it was definitely probably considered girly. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, well, did you get offended? Nope, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like, okay, slide it on over, Caitlin. And I had hers just act like it was hers for a minute because that was kind of embarrassing to me. Um, Yeah, that's a good point, Ashley. I like that. Lunchbox, anything you want to say about that? Look, I can't believe she's not on my side as a waiter or waitress. You need to know that you can't offend your customers and you should be, you know, what do you say, um, to their feelings. you got to be sensitive to their feelings, and that's just offensive. Can't assume a woman eats a salad. Well, you shouldn't assume, but I don't think it was – Let's hold back her, her insurance payment for next year that she's trying to make. Right. But also, I think the point of the, the caller is that, yeah, you should have still tipped her and then taken her to the side and said, hey, you know, this is probably something that you want to consider next time you're taking food to the table. Could have over-tipped her and really left a message and with her. And then she would have walked away learning something instead of just being irritated that she got under-tipped. Andrea in Nashville, you are on The Bobby Bone Show. What do you want to say about this situation? Good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. (laughs) 
So I partially, and I say partially, agree with Lunchbox. Um, My husband and I definitely fall into that um, stereotype where he is one of the biggest carnivores you will ever meet, no pun intended, Um, and I eat um, a lot of vegetables and and poultry. So we definitely fall into that stereotype. So, um, However, I do agree that it's not fair or right that the server automatically made that assumption. Um, And, you know, that's the difficulty with unconscious biases. You know, sometimes we do things automatically without even thinking. Um, So I do partially agree with him that it's important to not make those assumptions. But I also agree with Amy that it was important to help graciously um, share with her that, you know, to make improvements in the future and not just automatically dock or pay. Um, but I do understand that, you know, the only way that we can learn is to have things pointed out to us. And so I think that if there was a way to graciously talk with her about that, um, so that's why I do partially agree with Lunchbox, but definitely also see um, the other side of it. Andrea, thank you for your call. Thank you, guys. Have Bye-bye. a great day. You too. So what Lunchbox did is tip her less and then didn't tell her. <laughs> exactly. Mm, double wrong. <laughs> My heart says he was just trying to save money. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, I got a way to say, yeah. That's what my heart uh-huh. tells me. I hear you on that. I can't prove it. I'm not inside of his brain. Right. I was just sticking up for the ladies. Okay. My, the heart, ladies, my yeah. heart says he was trying to save money, but you... St- yeah, the ladies want to eat a burger. I'm okay with them eating a burger. I don't want them to be stereotyped and judged. And no, one, everybody wants everybody to be able to eat burgers. Was it that you, were ju- you felt like you were be- maybe being judged for getting a salad? Okay. Thank you all for your calls. This is also you holding something against. I, I, she was like, this guy's a terrible tipper. Probably mm-hmm. told her friends. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox is a terrible tipper. Mm. Yeah, but then she probably heard this. She's like, yeah, man, I need to quit assuming things, and it makes me look bad, so I'll step up my game. All right, let's go over and do the news. Thank you, guys. Bobby's Big Story. A man bowls a perfect game with a ball that contained his father's ashes. Oh, Oh, wow. Oh. 39-year-old John Hinkle of Illinois paid tribute to his deceased father by bowling a perfect 300 game using a ball that contained some of his dad's ashes. He is a two-time NCAA bowling champion for Western Illinois University. He said that his father introduced him and his brother to bowling. He said his two-handed bowling technique means he's only allowed two fingers in his ball, so he had a thumb hole, and he filled that with some of his father's ashes. And... He bowled a perfect game. Wow. That's oh. cool. Yeah, they don't make that for Disney Plus. I'm being How does he not, <laughs> how does he hold a, he doesn't have to stick his thumb in? He said I guess he did he, two hands. I, get, I do that, but that's called grandma ball. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I see people do that at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Does he also put the rails up like I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bumpers. <laughs> he um, kind of does it from the side the same way, but he uses that front hand to, gotcha. to hold it. And then probably spins it. And then spins it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more news. Bobby's other story. A couple holds their wedding at a mansion they thought was vacant. They did not expect to find the owner there. A couple in Florida planned their wedding last week at an amazing mansion they thought it was vacant. They got there. The owner was home and called the cops. <laughs> the people at the wedding wound up leaving. No charges were filed. I just don't have the courage to try something. If there's a seat up in one of the front rows of a concert. You're not and doing it's just it? just empty. No, I've done it a couple times. <laughs> and the whole time, I'm looking around like, that usher knows. Major anxiety. It, it ruins the whole concert yeah. for me. I can't imagine going into a, the, an empty mansion every car that comes by. That's undercover cop. <laughs> I can't believe they did this. On Saturday, a guy named Courtney Wilson and a woman named Shanetta Jones, they were getting married. They threw their wedding at this mansion with a pool, a gazebo, tennis courts, hot tub, 800-foot bar. There was just one problem. They didn't actually book the mansion. It's not a wedding venue. The guy who owns it had been trying to sell it for two years. 
for $5.7 million. She, as a he, toured the place while pretending to want to buy it and then said, hey, can we just have our wedding here? And he was like, no. So since no one lived there, they went in and thought, why don't we have our wedding here? <laughs> they put the address on the invitations. They were going to have the entire wedding weekend there. That's crazy. How- <laughs> Come on, gutsy. How crazy that they think they could pull this off. Even when people started showing up, <laughs> they were like, we got this. But then the owner was there. And then they had to send people home. That had to be embarrassing for them. For sure. Unless they clued everybody in like, hey, play it cool. If the owner comes out, play it cool. Yeah, how does the owner come out and tell everyone, like, you got to go. You like can't stay here. Does he walk out in his robe? Right. Like, <laughs> like, he just walk, what are you guys doing here? You guys got to get out. No charges were filed, but I cannot believe they tried that. <laughs> had they pulled it off, it would have been awesome. What a TikTok, am I right? All right, one more story. Police say a hospital employee was continually paid a monthly salary amounting to the total of $646,000, even though he wasn't going to work for 15 years. What? Crazy. He's now age 67. He faces abusive office, forgery, aggravated extortion. Six managers are also being investigated on suspicion of having played a role in enabling this absenteeism. What? what? How did he... Absenteeism, excuse me, what? Was he giving them a cut? Like, why in the world would somebody help, you know, give him a salary when he wasn't showing up? In an investigation codenamed part-time, police gathered their evidence from attendance and salary (laughs) records, as well as witness statements. In 2005, the man is alleged to have made threats against the hospital director to stop her from filing a disciplinary report. The director then retired, and he just continued. They just kept paying him. People kept vouching for him. (laughs) That's like the guy from Office Space. $646,000 over 15 years. Crazy. They finally caught him. He probably thought he was home free. Oh, for sure. He's probably partying with those mansion goers. (laughs) Like, we got this all figured out. This is easy. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. For a couple of years, I've been having stomach issues where I just eat and I'm extremely bloated. Not just full, but I'm just like, oh, I can't even move. And my stomach hurts. And sometimes I don't go to the bathroom for like four days. It is a weird cycle that I've been in, but I'm, it's not something severe. And growing up, I have been trained to not go to the doctor unless you have to. Because we couldn't afford to go to the doctor. Now, that's not the case anymore. Sometimes I have to remind myself I'm not the same person I was when I was a kid. And I think a few months of whining about it, Caitlin's like, go to the doctor. I'm like, I don't want to go to the doctor. <laughs> I got to go sit in a... Everybody gets to wear masks and they have to check your temperature and they do the thing in your... So there's just a lot of stuff happening. But I go, fine. I go, I've never been to a gastro doctor in my life. And I go and I sit there and fill out the paperwork, get the little iPad that everybody's put their grubby hands on and... Type in my insurance, and it's like, here you go. And they call me into the room, and I'm embarrassed because I don't want to talk about my stomach issues or my, me going to the bathroom in front of somebody. I don't like talking about that stuff. And so doctor comes in. She has a great, like, bedside manner. I'm not in a bed. I was just about to say, was it a guy or a girl? It's a girl. Okay, it's a girl. She's funny. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's what I needed. She's making you laugh? A funny well, gastroenterologist? Yeah, she was just, <laughs> I would say she was light. Mm-hmm. She was like, so what's the problem? We're talking about it. And she's like, what, what side of this stomach? Going through, and she's like, hey, just so you know, we may have to do a what do you, colonoscopy. A colonoscopy. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just so you know, I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, well, let's talk about this for a second. So Which, we, for people that don't know, is sticking it's a, a tube camera. It's a tube off the butt! Well, with a camera attached oh, there's, to and it. And there's a camera? Yes! <laughs> no bones, it's just a oh, tube that, for fun. They, I thought they were just, like, <laughs> feeling it out. No, the point is to take a picture or, so the doctor oh. can have a visual of your insides. <laughs> uh, well, regardless, I don't want anything up there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes, you're not old enough to, for us to recommend it every year. You know, it's 50 and for some groups. It's 45 for others. 
And she says, uh, it's not celiac. It's probably not celiac. She, go, she said, this isn't universal, but I've only ever diagnosed white women with celiac disease. She goes, I've never had a guy have it, so I don't think it's that. Went through some stuff, and I told her all, all, the, all the symptoms. I'm kind of embarrassed because she's like, tell me about your bathroom. And I'm like, hee hee. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, tell me about when, hee hee, I'm kind of embarrassed. And so she goes, well, I think you have IBS. Oh, wow. Which is irritable bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. thought that was just an itchy butt, honestly. I, th- I guess I thought that was itchy butt syndrome. Because it's irritable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like literally that's what the IBS stood for? Uh-huh. Like itchy butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and right. so, I, again, I'm like, oh, no. She goes, well, it's very difficult to actually tell you exactly what's wrong because this is, this could be anything. Food, anxiety. And so she says, I'm going to give you this medicine here. Let's, let's try it. It's a low dose and, and see what happens. She goes, well, don't take this medicine, though, until you have a couple days. What, what orifice does that medicine go through? It goes in the throat. Okay. It's oral. Yeah. It's, it's a pill. Mm-hmm. Okay. She goes, don't, she goes, don't take this medicine until you have some time because it's going to be bad. Oh, oh it's going to be bad on the other end. Yeah, she's in, she mm. used the word explosive. Oh, right. My, right. Oh, my. But, but for me, this is what I think. It's how I live my life. If something's going to be bad, I'm going to start on it right now so it's over quicker. I'm not going to put it off. So I get home and I tell Caitlin. And think about it is, I don't like, I don't really don't like farts or poop or anything. Like that. Caitlin has no problem with it. She's just like, that's part of life. It is what it is. <laughs> she's, she's so adult. It. I know. <laughs> and so she's like, hey, well, let's, we're fine. We're going to get through this. And she's like, don't take the pill, though, right now. Because you need a couple days, like the doctor said. I said, but if I get started now, I can get th- through this first few days of the pill, and, and it normalizes a bit. She goes, don't, don't take it now. So we're about to go to dinner. We, have, we had a date night last night, and I snuck the pill. Oh, I took boy. the pill. Oh, man. Why would you do that before because dinner? Because I just told you. to get you, it over I, with. Right, and I didn't think it would set in in 10, 10 minutes. I know, but Caitlin just spoke really wise words into you, and you didn't listen. You've spoke wise words to me many times, and how many times do I listen? Not very often, right? Yeah, it's almost like you just do the opposite because like, you have like a, a oppositional defiance disorder or something. We call that stubborn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, keep, keep going. So I take the pill and I don't say anything about it really. And uh, at dinner, I'm like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel good. She goes, you take the pill? <laughs> Is it grumbling? Oh, it, it was running on a treadmill. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, she was like, you take the pill? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, no. So I go, she goes, okay, well, we, we finished dinner. I have to oh. go to the bathroom twice. Oh, good, 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 okay. Finished dinner, but the whole time, I mean, I'm doing an ab workout, squeezing my abs. It's like, oh, no. We get in the car, we fly home. Had some time at home. I'm, it's it's bad. And so, but she's great. She's not rubbing it in that she told me not to take the pill. And I finally had a little time. Eventually, let me just say this. You're just exhausted. There's just no more. <laughs> you run out, Right. The pill did its work. You just run out. Yeah. And so it was like 9 o'clock and, or maybe 8, 8.45 or so. And um, Two things. I'm like, I'm going to do a scratch off to kind of take my mind off because I'm trying to see how much money I lose before I win something on these stupid <laughs> scratch offs. And so I put on my Instagram live. And I'm like, what's up, guys? And I do like a little talk show. I'm talking about what happened to the doctor a little bit. I'm talking about uh, Dan and Shay, uh, how they were mistreated mm-hmm. after the ACM awards. And then, and Jackie's on. I guess she saw this too. Hey, Jackie in North Carolina, you were watching my Instagram live last night. I was. And and what what do you want to know? Three year old little daughter. Well, oh. I saw I saw that um, your dog had jumped on the counter and got your pills, and I wanted to know what happened and if your dog was okay. So There's I had more to, to this. My our dog Eller, she doesn't 
grab stuff to just grab it and eat it. Like, she's just curious and wants to tear everything up. So it was in a bag, in a box, in a bottle, and the pills. She got through the bag, the boxes, she opened the bottle somehow, and we don't know where the pills went. Oh, no. <laughs> and no. so we're like, no! <laughs> so here I am, and here, there she is, and we're like, uh-oh, are you going to do this too? <laughs> so um, all night last night, I think three, four times, got up and checked on her. I think she's okay. So I did have to shut down the stream. I finished scratching the, 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 the ticket, and but then I, I shut down the stream, and we went, and she's okay this morning. I left. She was okay. Caitlin just posted a picture on her Instagram of the two dogs hanging out together. So that's okay. But then I just couldn't sleep last night. And this is where I transitioned a bit to the next thing. Which, by the way, how entertaining is that story? That's great. Thank you. It's great. It's not fun for me yesterday. <laughs> feeling okay today. Um, I'm not taking another pill until this weekend. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, you're going to wait. I'm going to wait. Um, so I get on, and I'm just bored. I can't sleep. My stomach's grumbling. And I get online. I'm like, you know what? I haven't looked at in a while. Raise cameos. And I go over, and I'm watching a, a, a cameo Ray did for somebody. Where it's their birthday, but Ray starts to try to sell them his shirt on a cameo they paid for. Oh, boy. He has some clothing line, and he's promoting his clothing line to sell them after they paid him to do a cameo. <laughs> Here's a clip of somebody paying Ray $31 to do a cameo, and this is what he says in it. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to the show. Glad you guys are big fans. Uh, my go-to is, yeah, and now they're shirts, and I think they're coming out. Shameless plug. <laughs> very, yeah! very not shameless. That was terrible. Uh, a couple weeks. Uh, we'll get the website for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> He's selling shirts on a cameo they paid for. Oh, yeah. That was bad. My wife put me in check, though. God bless her. Yeah. So uh, I just so on cameo, you can go to Ray's page and watch any cameo yeah, he's made. That's what I do. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought he those are sent like privately, but I guess you can watch just, them all. Oh, cool. It's I, I I binge watch them. It's my new favorite until Cobra Kai comes back out. I'm watching Ray's cameos, <laughs> and then at the end of it, he lies on how to get out of these cameos. Play the clip of you, what you said to get out of this cameo. Cesar Ramuno and Baser, Westside of Nashville. We got to go, though. Uh, Bones is coming over. Lunch is coming over. We're going to grill uh, and celebrate Tommy Ready? and Katie. Ready? Yeah! Happy yeah. anniversary. We weren't coming over. Not yet. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, that is a cool part of the message. Like, then they feel. They feel like that's like, happening. Yes. And that. You, they they well, were sold a shirt and sold a bill of goods. Mm-hmm. That, that wasn't true. But y'all were coming over to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny, though. I'd buy cam- I guess we did buy a cameo from you. Yeah. Hey, Kaylin did for my birthday. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How are that you still got a bunch of them lined yeah, up? Yeah, we're way too stacked up, honestly. I almost need a duplicate of me uh, and Bay as well. We, we don't have enough time. Raise the price, bruh. Supply and demand. But I also want to keep it in, uh, under what you know what a person earns for a day. I don't want $100. You got to work two I days. I didn't say 100 Yeah. You're at 31 If you have so many, you can bump it up 35 yeah, I just feel like that's just such a hard thing. 31 seems like a subscription. Hulu, Paramount Plus, all that stuff. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about doing it? Or no. what's it? No? no? It's like, okay. Not, not, I, don't have, I don't have the time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not for me. Um, maybe maybe in the future, you know, if this starts to not be what it is. Oh, raise the price, bro. Yeah, maybe if this starts to not <laughs> yeah, be yeah, yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back up. Yeah, a little. <laughs> um, they're funny, though, Ray. I appreciate it. Yeah, they're funny. Do we want to play the song or do we have time to play the song? No? Scoopsy waved me off. Don't play the song. Tomorrow, let me say this. We have a couple couple things going on. Justin Moore will be on performing. Uh, There's a... I'm going to say it now. We have a world premiere of a new song from Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots with John Party. We did a song together. Guys, it's a good one. It is a good one. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So that'll be tomorrow. On Monday, Alan Jackson will be on the show. So I know that's no Raging Idiots premiere. (laughs) (laughs) 
was quite different. Let's go over to Heather in South Carolina who, you know, I was talking earlier about Eller, our, our dog that we just adopted, and she likes to run on the treadmill. And she can jump off if she wants, but she likes to run on it. And when we stop it, she just lays on it and whines. And so it's up on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Heather, what did you want to say about that? Because people were giving me a hard time about it. Yeah, they definitely should not be giving you a hard time. I'm actually a dog runner in South Carolina. That's my business, running rovers. Um, and But I'll take them outside. Um, but there is actually a company, I believe it's in Arizona, that is a dog running company. And they have a van that's outfitted with two treadmills in the back. And they basically come to your house, sit in your driveway. The dogs come out and run on the treadmill while they sit there and monitor them. Um, which is kind of cool. But also, like, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer dude, um, he has, like, 10 treadmills at his compound that the dogs take turns running and walking on because some dogs, like, just need that extra exercise. And walking is not enough. So if you're monitoring her, go for it. <laughs> yeah, we don't just go, hey, go on up and do some run. We'll catch you back in an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're up there with her. Yeah. People were jumping all over me. Again, it's on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, if you want to see it. Bones. All right, let me ask you guys. Do you want me to book this person as a guest? Come on. His name is Dean Norris. He played Hank on Breaking Bad, the bald brother-in-law. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. The DEA agent. Yes, <laughs> his brother-in-law. He has a show now or something. Yes. It is a, the, it's a new sitcom, I think. United States of Al or something. Yeah, that's it. How'd that you know it? that? I don't know, because I've seen the commercial. I okay. haven't seen it. So they said, hey, do you want to talk to Dean Norris? And I just wanted to run it by you guys. Vote. Yes or no? One, two, three? Yes. 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 Will he talk about Breaking Bad, Scoop Steve? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, there's no off limits. We're going to do whatever we want to do. Okay, next week we'll come on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll book it. Well, Dean Norris. We vote yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cool. be awesome. Listen to this story. I read this last night. I believe there's being faithful, loving your faith, and also being foolish. You tell me where this falls. I know where you're going to tell me because I read it and couldn't believe it. There is a, a monk in Thailand who chopped off his own head as a way to bring him luck in the afterlife. Oh, yeah, mm. no. Hmm. The 68-year-old who had been a monk for 11 years built a guillotine and left behind a note. Hmm. It said that he had done the act on his birthday and that hopefully the sacrifice would allow him to reincarnate as a higher being. Boy, that guillotine, I see that, and I'm like, ain't for me. That guillotine's tough. You What's got, the guillotine? You pull the you string and the blade comes yeah. out, boom! Oh, no, you no, 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 no. in there and... Did- Crazy. That's, that's oh. like old day stuff. In response, the National Office of Buddhism urged local officials to clarify that giving money or freeing captive birds can be done instead mm. as a spiritual sacrifice. Yeah, I'll take that one. Uh-huh. With the birds. That gu- to have to pull your own guillotine? Mm. But back in the day, that was that's how they did people off. They said, okay, get in the machine. And you walked, and they said, you committed a crime. Let's cut your hand off for stealing. And then the whole town acted your- like it was a Super Bowl, and they watched. Crazy. Uh, I read yeah. that last night. It made me uncomfortable. I wanted you guys to be uncomfortable too. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want to be alone in that. Uh, let's see. Sue in Texas, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Thank you for calling. What would you like to say? Hey, good morning. I was listening to uh, Lunchbox's comment about the waiter and waitress at the restaurant, and I have a, I have a question for him. How would he feel if the listeners got to choose um, his pay if he offended someone. So they got deducted a little bit of pay if he offended someone to teach him a lesson. It's mm. a great call. Mm-hmm. No, it's really, a, it's really a dumb call if you think about it. I mean, it's just absolutely <laughs> dumb because then we could go around and just judge everyone and pay them based on that. No, they are in a job where they are paid based on what they do and provide. That is the industry they chose. So when they do that job, they need to be on their P's and Q's and do it right. 
She was asking about how would you feel about it. Oh, I'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be like fine because there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people that aren't snowflakes and will tip me more and would be bored. When with, have you started using the word snowflake <laughs> ever in your life? Not mean? once. No, no, because no, someone like on Twitter sensitive? called me a snowflake. Oh. <laughs> so I saw that and I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny term. And so yeah, so there's a lot of people that aren't snowflakes that see it my way, and so I would probably make more money than I do now. Mm. Oh, okay, possibly. I mean, yeah, he probably he does have some. He's got hardcore oil. followers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for your call, Sue. Appreciate that. She'd probably be one of my biggest contributors. I think people can like you a lot and not agree with you all the time. That happens to me. I think people listen to the show. Hopefully they like me, and they don't have to agree all the time. Your best friend, you don't agree with your best friend all the time. No chance. There is no chance you agree with your best friend about everything they, have, they say. That's yeah. a good point. I don't even agree with my wife a lot of times. That, that's yes, what I'm that's saying. Your best that friend. is your best friend. And so oh, yeah. for me to come partner. on, and for me to come on and go, "Boy, I just hope I say everything right and people agree with me all the time." That would be stupid of me. It's stupid of radio people to think that. Just I'm just going to walk down the line and hopefully everybody likes me all the time. Because if people like you all the time, then you're just. Although Nella Wafers are pretty good, you're just a Nella <laughs> Wafer, and nobody loves you as their favorite. Like it, it's okay to be human. I know I come on sometimes and say stuff that people go, "I don't, I don't like that." But I'm supposed to do that because then at least you know I'm honest when I say things that you do like. Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. Get oh over boy, it, folks. Here we go. Well, it is. You just right. lost there the goes your tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Daytona Beach, Florida. A driver on Monday morning pulled up to a bridge, but it had the arms down because it was a drawbridge. It was opening up, and he's like, I ain't got time for this. Smashes through the thing. Dang. And as the drawbridge is opening, like it's there's a gap. He jumps it, Duke's a hazard style, lands on the other side and crashes through the other gate. Wow. He does jump it, though? <laughs> they made it. Hey. That's hey. impressive. Luckily, the gap wasn't too big where they were able to land on the other side, but they got the license plate, and they'll be knocking at your door tomorrow. You have to think, though, if it's just opening oh. and you're in a hurry. <laughs> I wouldn't drive through the arm, right? I wouldn't do that, but you, pro- you might risk it. If you're in a hurry... You're in a hurry to get, get over the bridge. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at like a 30-minute delay and, at least. At yeah. least. And you're going, that thing's not even that open yet. <laughs> the, the driving through the arm, that's that's the pr- problem. But they're going after him, huh? Yeah, they got the license plate said, we'll be knocking on your door in a couple days. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Some of those super glue bottles look like eye drops. Like oh, they're, yeah. They're in the same kind of bottle. Easily. <laughs> And I don't use eye drops, so there's never that confusion. And heck, I don't use that much super glue, but I definitely see where that little bottle, it shouldn't be made to look like anything else. <laughs> there, there should just be categories of shapes of, of bottles. This one woman glued her eyes shut. No. She thought it was like Visine. Dang. And it was super glue, and she glued oh. her eyes shut, which is crazy. She nearly lost her vision after she mistook glue for her eye drops. She told WXYZ she was still groggy after waking up in the middle of the night. She never contacts in. Yeah, that makes sense. The bottle shouldn't be the same shape. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> they sh- so what do they need to do? Make a super glue well, like do- a really weird, unique shape? Well, they don't have, all of them aren't in the bottles like that. Some mm-hmm. are in like the squeeze of the little uh, like toothpaste tube. tube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also sometimes they're clear. It's just weird that I can, because I've heard of stories like this before. Yeah. Her husband called 911. She splashed water under her eye. Doctor said, okay, keep going with the water. Try to flush your eye out. She was rushed to the hospital. Doctors were able to open her eye and remove her contact lens. Oh, gosh. But she thought she may never see again. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, and I guess... Why is it that uh, close to the bed? Why is it anywhere near where you thought this... Right. I was going to say, let's keep the super glue in, like, the laundry room. 
when you do have vision <laughs> and you're putting things in places they need to go, don't put it near the... Oh. Right. Okay. Goodbye, friends. We will see you tomorrow. On tomorrow's show, Justin Moore will be on. He will be performing. It'll be fantastic. Friday morning dance parties. On Monday show, Alan Jackson will be on. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Check. Bobby Bones Show.